episode number 129. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. I was having a coaching call yesterday with some of my group coaching clients and this topic came up. And I I figured it would be good to talk about this here because it may be something that you haven't yet thought about, but could be impacting your ability to really move towards making the career move that you want to make. So oftentimes when I speak to people who are saying, you know, I want to make a career move, they are either in the space where they don't know what else they would do. So they're saying, I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. I have no idea what else I would do. Or they know what they would like to do as an alternative, but they haven't quite been able to figure out how to make that transition. So people are approaching their career transition, their career change, and they're saying, okay, all I need to do is identify what it is I want to do next. And then I need to find a role. I need to apply for that role. And then I need to be successful in interview. And that will be it. Then I will land my new role and I'll be happy. So that tends to be the mindset of people. Like I need to just take action. I need to start doing the things to move me towards my goal. And whilst that is very true, it is true that you need to take action and you need to move towards your goal. One of the things that holds people back that they don't always recognize as holding them back is something to do with your mindset and the way that you're thinking, right? So what we were talking about last night is the fact that when you are a professional, when you are somebody who has spent a lot of time and effort to get to where it is in your career, it's likely that your title or the role that you hold is very much intertwined with your identity. So if I share with you some of my experience, I trained and qualified as a lawyer. And the journey to qualifying as a lawyer was not a quick journey. It took a long time. And so once I qualified as a lawyer, there is status with that. There is, you know, you identify yourself as that. So if someone asks you, like, tell me about yourself, you saying that you are a lawyer, you saying you're an accountant or you sharing what your job title is, it's very much tied up with how you go about describing yourself. So when I decided that I wanted to be a coach and when I decided that I had had identified a gap in kind of what it was that I was doing. And I recognized that I wanted to do something that was fulfilling. And I decided I wanted to build out a portfolio career where I would continue to practice as a lawyer, but I would also develop 
my practice as a coach. When I made that decision, I made the decision. It was head knowledge, right? It was like, right, okay, yes, I've got my certification as a coach. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to start doing my coaching. But there was a resistance around actually talking about it. Now, if you start a business, if you are providing a service to the marketplace, if you don't talk about it, then people don't know that you offer it. And if people don't know that you offer it, then it's difficult for you to actually work with people. And so it took me a long time to actually be able to say, I'm a coach. I was happy to say I'm a lawyer, but to say I'm a coach. And then I had to really ask myself, what is my issue with that? So why is it that I'm having reluctance around even sharing with my colleagues that I've done this certification alongside my legal career? Why is it that I don't really want to talk about it? And what I realized was I was having an identity crisis because For so long, my goal was I want to be a lawyer. And then once I qualified as a lawyer, my, you know, my title was I am a lawyer. So for me to then say, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer and a coach and I'm going to identify myself as a coach in certain circles, that was hard for me. That was really hard for me. And so when I was thinking about what, why is this hard? Why am I struggling to say this? What I realized was I was putting so much emphasis on what I do to the point where it was becoming who I was. So there wasn't a separation between what I do and who I am. So therefore, when I was saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to move away from just calling myself a lawyer, then I started to say, well, then who am I? If I'm not a lawyer, then who am I? And not only who am I, what are other people going to think? So the big thing for me there was what are other people going to think? What are my colleagues going to think if I'm calling myself a coach? as well as a lawyer. What are people going to think if I am saying I'm doing this? And so when I realized that I was, the thought of people thinking something of me was holding me back from really stepping into what I knew I wanted to do. I knew that coaching was something that I wanted to wholeheartedly step into because I could see the impact that coaching could have on people. And I wanted to be able to do things that could impact people on a personal level. So I know I wanted it, But there was still that resistance around, am I really going to step into that fully? So when I was having my coaching call with clients yesterday, we were talking about people who have identified kind of what it is they want to move into, but actually stepping out into the marketplace and updating their LinkedIn profile and sharing with the world that this is something that they're interested in was hard. They were like, oh, like, I know I want it. I know I do want to make the move, but am I really going to step into it? Like, am I really going to put my foot in? Because it's one thing to say it and it's one thing to identify the action that you need to take. And it's another thing to actually go out there and do it. So when I was saying to you, you know, it's all well and good saying, okay, yeah, I just need to identify what it is I want to do. And then I just need to make the transition. And then, and then, and then you need to identify whether or not there's anything holding you back, particularly around this identity piece. Because if you don't figure that out, You can try and take all the action, but when the rubber hits the road and you have to do the things that are required for you to show up in the way that you need to show up so you can attract these new opportunities in this new path, in this new industry, it's going to be hard if you haven't really figured out that I need to separate who I am from what it is that I do. Because ultimately, you can make a choice to do anything and you making that choice doesn't detract from the value that you bring. It doesn't detract from how effective you are in the work that you do. It doesn't detract from who you are as a person. So for me, when I was saying, okay, yeah, I'm a coach. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the results that I'm able to get for clients. I'm proud of the work that I do there. And yeah, I'm a lawyer and I'm proud of that too. But those things, the things that I am doing, they don't define who I am as a person. They don't define whether I should, you know, I should consider myself good or worthy or valuable. 
right? And so when you can start to make that detachment from what it is you do and who you are, particularly if you are someone who has worked hard to get to where it is that you've got to, then it makes a lot of things easier. Not only when it comes to, you know, searching for a new role and making that transition, but even in the way that you add meaning to things. So if you are somebody who is, if you are someone who's saying, okay, I am going to put myself out there and I'm going to start applying for roles. If you submit one application and you don't hear anything back, if you have a strong kind of connection between what it is that you do and who you are, you're gonna, that's going to land differently for you. So if you're attaching so much to the outcome and then you're saying, oh, because of this outcome, that's a reflection of me as a person, then that's really going to that's going to have a, a crazy impact on you because you're likely to then not put your foot forward for another opportunity. So the way that it plays out is it's you know, you submit an application, you don't hear anything back. And then you're like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm so not good enough. I shouldn't have even tried. There's no point. Like I'm not, you know, on paper, I'm not a good candidate. So you go down this road and you're in a spiral that takes you from, okay, I've taken this action. This is the result. And I'm taking that to mean that I'm not good enough. Or you're in a situation where you go for an interview and they come back to you and say, sorry, we've given the role to someone else. And and again, you're saying, oh, okay, you know, I'm just, I haven't got the right skills. I haven't got the right expertise. I'm not good enough versus just recognizing that maybe you're not just not the right candidate for this particular role in this particular company. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to bring value elsewhere. So we really need to do a better job as making the distinction between what happens, what the results are, and then how we allow that to make us feel. Because how we allow that to make us feel is then going to impact whatever action you take next. And if you allow it to knock your confidence, if it if you allow it to mean that you're not good enough, then the likelihood is you're not going to show up for the next opportunity. You're not going to show up for the next thing. So when that promotion comes up and you get passed over for the promotion, instead of you saying to yourself, well, are there any skills gaps that I need to fill? Is there anything that I need to do to work that I need to work on? Instead of you saying that, you start getting mad at the company and just saying, oh, you know, they don't appreciate me or, you know, I like, there's no point me being here. And it might not be that. It might not be that. So I want you to be able to look at things and, and really take a step back and ask yourself, like, what am I taking this to mean? And is the connection between what I do and who I am too strong? Like, am I seeing those things as totally interlinked? And if that is the case, maybe I need to look at how I can make that separation. Because once you can make that separation, it makes it so much easier for you to do courageous things. It makes it so much easier for you to show up in different ways and do the things that you know you need to do in order to make the the pathway or move towards the career that you want to have because you're not taking it personally and you're not taking it to mean something. So if I decide that I no longer want to operate in this particular role or in this particular industry and I want to do something else, that doesn't mean that I'm any less valuable as a person. That doesn't mean that my contribution is any less valuable. It just means that I've decided that I want to do something different. It just means that I've invested a lot of time, energy, resources into getting to this stage in my career. And that is fantastic. And I can take all of that. I can take all that I've learned and I can redirect it. I can use it elsewhere, but I'm just choosing to do something different. And that's okay it's okay to choose to do something different if you're in the stage of your career where you feel like that's necessary or if you know external circumstances means that you need to make a shift so I want to encourage you with that because when I was able to make that separation and recognize that what I do and who I am two totally different things then I was able to make moves then I was able to make decisions and do things that I really wanted to do without being held back by the thought of oh but what are people going to think or, oh, you know, lawyers are supposed to act this way. 
or if you're an accountant, you're supposed to act this way. Or if you're the head of sales, you're supposed to act this way. And I'm trying to act some in a different way. It's like, okay, where do the shoulds come from? Where do the supposed to's come from? Who said that? Like, yeah, there might be some people that operate in that way. There might be some people who say, well, you can't do more than one thing. But there are others who say that you can. So what are you going to choose? Like, I've chosen to have a, a portfolio career and blend working as a lawyer as be, with being a coach. And that's totally possible. What do you want to be possible for you? And what are you allowing to hold you? Hold, what are you allowing um, to hold you back from actually moving towards that? Okay, so that's what I wanted to share with you today. I thought it was really, really powerful to um, share with my clients that they can make that mindset shift from, you know, this is what I do and this is who I am and help them to realize that if you are deciding to make a shift and move into a different direction, it's okay. But that's not a reflection of like who you are as a person, how valuable you are and what contribution you're able to bring to the world. Okay, so I hope that's valuable for you. If it is, let me know in the comments what's been most insightful for you from what I've talked about today. And like I said, if you know anyone who's contemplating a career change, then share this with them because this might be a piece of the puzzle that they haven't been thinking about. And they might just be focused on the strategy and just like, okay, I just need to do the right things. But you really need to recognize whether there are any thoughts that are holding you back because your thoughts are really powerful in terms of how they impact what you believe and then how that impacts what action you actually take. Now, if you need some help with this, like working through this type of stuff, and if you recognize that, oh, maybe that's why I've been stuck where I am for so long. Maybe that's why I've been saying I want to make a career change for a long time and I haven't actually done it. Maybe that's why I'm just like in this place of feeling stuck. Then I invite you to reach out to me. Send me a DM. Let's have a chat and see if and how I can support you. But I will be back very, very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.